Welcome to the Healers Rising podcast by Caitlin Diana and the Magic Beyond Boundaries team, where we explore what it means to be a lightworker, starseed, and multidimensional being, so you can live a life full of magic, expansion, and play, because we are, right now, creating the world we want to see. We've talked a little bit about how abundance of wealth is shifting to the helpers over the last couple of episodes and how we are stepping into this period of time where when you have the keys for being able to take somebody from something they're struggling with, a problem they're going through, and get them to the other side where they are now thriving and able to now support others, that's the abundant shift that's happening. The wealth is transferring there. And although it's happening slower than many of us would like, it is happening. But all we have to do is show up and now take it. So in today's episode, Violet and I are going to share three ways as a healer that you can show up online to be able to bring your practice into the digital world, reach more people, potentially make more money and give yourself a beautiful foundation for the kind of life you want to live. And I'm really excited about this one because it's very near and dear to my heart. It's exactly what I've done over the past, I don't know, four and a half years that we've been doing this, taking a company literally from ground zero, making nothing to not nothing. I mean, we're in the multiple six figures last year and this year, like probably heading into the millions as a company, a team of 23 people, and it's possible. And you can do it all while serving and keeping people and their transformation at the heart of what you do. And when things shut down, a lot of people have their livelihoods taken away. And if we are relying on only one stream of income, It's not always the safest bet, especially in a fast evolving world. And so I think that's going to be really, really key for you guys to look at is as long as you are looking at service first, you can grow as big and beautifully as you want to. Yeah. Which also means if you don't want to be a gigantic empire, you can still like, this is still applies to you. Um, yeah, you definitely want to make it your own. However, it feels good and in alignment with the way that you serve and the lifestyle that you want to have. And also there's probably even more potential there than you're giving yourself credit for, but, but we can start somewhere. Um, yeah. Yeah. I like that. Cause you can start totally small, right? Like, and I did, I started with just these small online circles and then it grew to having, um, an online course that I taught for a series of weeks in a row to eventually adding in a, um, membership course and then ladders and tiers to all of these other things that I was able to offer, but it didn't start with all of the things. And I think as we talk about these different ideas, I would love for all of you guys listening in to just tune into what might be available to you with what you already know, understand, could teach and transfer. And you start there. You don't want to figure out everything at once. You don't want to try and launch this big ship all in one go because it's too much to handle. Start with one thing, get it right, and then build the next key on top of it. If you see yourself building a bigger company out of that, we're having extensions. Totally. Yeah. Okay. So Violet, let's start with number one. Okay. So number one is you can take your readings, your healing sessions, your intuitive life coaching, and your mentorship online. You can do exactly what we do and meet with people all over the world over Zoom, which is a fantastic way to connect with beings in all sorts of different energy zones, going through different things in the on the planet. You get to know so much about what is happening on this beautiful place called Earth and get to tap into the vibrations of things happening literally everywhere, which is super cool. 
Are you talking about um, working with one person or with a group? You could do both with this one, honestly. So um, doing online readings, you could tag in and do like women's circles or people circles. Um, you could absolutely do, I've had a couple couples come for sessions as well. You could do small satellite group parties and readings if that's your jam. Oh, that so, could be fun. Right? Like. Yeah. I know there's some people that have gone and done like tarot parties at people's homes. Why couldn't you do it online via Zoom and do a reading party? Right. Totally. You know? Just get like six to eight people together. It's right. So and everybody gets a turn to go through and, you yeah. know, get some messages and stuff. Be totally fun. Yeah. So in this way, one of the things that I think healers overcomplicate is what they actually need to get started with this. Yeah. So I see them actually do this backwards all the time. The healer goes and they make a website and then oh, they hit yeah. publish and then they wait. Or they spend months and months trying to perfect said website <laughs> yeah. doing sessions. Can I get the font right? Who cares? <laughs> right? Like, no, um, the best thing you need to do for any of these options that we're going to talk about, you guys, is you need to build an audience and a community first. So when we use the word audience, when we're talking about the digital landscape, because if you guys do any research, this is how you're going to hear it spoken about. When you're building an audience, it's the group of people that resonate with what you do that are going through the problems that you solve, that are ready to hear what you have to say, and hopefully at some point come in and have you help them through the transformation. Okay. So the audience isn't like this captive set of people that, you know, you're singing on a stage and they're all wooing like this. No, it's the right people who are going through the things that you know how to solve or support them through or resonate with what you believe in and what you do. Okay. So if you're going to go through any of these routes, the very first thing you have to do is you kind of have to decide on what you would be putting out into the world. And then you don't build that. You actually look at who needs this and you start building the audience up. You start finding those people. You start resonating with them and bringing them into whatever networks you're going to use. And we'll talk a little bit about that, I'm sure, in another episode. But for today, we'll move on to the next one. Um, so number two. You could do a pre-recorded digital course. Those are fun. They're so fun. And the great thing about them is you pour a ton of love and intention and energy into them the first time. And then they live on the internet forever with this amazing, like, hey, you get access to this. Once somebody signs up, they get to go through the course. And you don't necessarily have to be there, although you could attach some kind of support to it. That's an option. Mm -hmm. But your pre-recorded courses can be a beautiful half passive income stream because you did it once and now it's live forever or until you choose to take it down. Yeah, we've done that. We have a couple of those. We have a couple of those. Yeah. Like a good example of that is our healer clear the way program. Yeah. yeah I think that took us what, like three or four weeks to get the whole thing start to finish. Yeah. And I mean, that's not normally the way that you like to teach Caitlin, but this particular topic was one that you had taught live and, um, to a group of people so many times before, like you just knew the top, the content inside and out. And so it was um, the right time. And it was easy for us to then put it into a sequence and then create some really fun resources, workbooks and homework for people to really dive in to the lessons. Totally. So we don't do this for everything. It's basically those topics that um, we've done a bunch of times. And it's just like, you could do it in your sleep. 
then it's yeah. like, that's how for us anyway, that's our tip that we know that it's time to actually just pre-record it, put it out there so anybody can access it whenever they're ready for it. We also pre-record content that people need to be able to access at any time in their journey. So for example, inside our own um, membership community called Healers Rising, inside Healers Rising, there are a number of pre-recorded lessons and videos because they are the core concepts and the foundational things that everybody needs to know to succeed with all of the other things we're teaching. And so we make sure that those core concepts are accessible and available via that kind of content. Now, to do a pre-recorded course, you do require a little bit more technology because you need somewhere to host it and you need a payment pathway for people to be able to sign up. And you need a few things that we would call a funnel to be able to bring people through the journey of finding out about it to then signing up for it, to then having the course deliver. We use a platform called Kajabi and we'll drop a link in the comments below for anybody who's interested in looking at it. It's phenomenal. Um, and it does so much more than just host our courses. It has like our entire email list. It houses like all of our client information. Um, yeah, it's a pretty robust system. Our whole website is built on Kajabi. So we love it. We use it for just about everything. Yeah. There's a, there's a variety of tools out there, but if it's something that you're going to be doing a lot, getting one of those kind of more robust all-in-one options is usually less of a headache. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have tried before to set things up and you just have like five different apps that you're trying to get them all to communicate together. And it's just like a nightmare <laughs> to get it all set up. Whereas something like Kajabi just, it's already built in. So um, yeah, it depends where you're at. Totally. Yeah. And I think you have to know yourself too, because I know I made the mistake when I was beginning, I could see how big I wanted my company to grow. But when I chose the technology, when I first started, I chose from a space of lack and what I think I thought I could afford at that time versus what I actually needed to deliver the kind of information I wanted. And then I had to compromise how I wanted to deliver my information out to people based on what the technology could do. So there's some like nuances we do need to think about when we're making these choices. And we have some resources that you guys can look at to help you navigate that mm -hmm. pathway. Okay. Number three, this is probably my favorite. It's my favorite way to teach. And to be honest, I think that anybody who's going digital online, if you're going to teach online, this is the best way to start because you have a live audience who's giving you live feedback to help you correct it for the next time and the next time. So you know exactly that you've got the recipe right. So hang on. You're what? not, I can feel it already before we go into this. You're not creating the whole thing before you deliver it the first time. No, no, no. I think that's a huge mistake. Most entrepreneurs and people going online make is they, they sit down by themselves and they think about this whole course. They outline the whole thing. They make all the PDFs. They record all the videos. They make all the handouts. They do all the homework. And then when they go to make a sales page for it or sell it, they have not actually talked to their people and it's not even what the people want or necessarily need. Mm -hmm. So then you've poured all this work, this time, this effort into something that you haven't actually vetted or had live feedback on. You don't even know if people want it. You can't get those hours of your life back. So I create in the moment. And I mean, maybe it's a little cheeky, but I'm not the only one who does this. I know my mentor, James Wedmore does this. I know my other mentor, Amber does this. We toss it out. We throw our communities a bone and we say, Hey, if I was going to run a course on blah, 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 
would you be in? And what happens is as soon as you throw that out, you have a whole faction of your community that's like, oh my God, yeah, this is amazing. It's exactly what I've been waiting for. I want to know about this, this, and this. They give you everything you need to know in order to put the right material together to serve their needs and balance out their wants. Because mm-hmm. that's really important. I think so many of us, especially when we have a service heart, we go in and we kind of become like coach mode and we're trying to always go, what do they need? What do they need? What do they need? But you have to balance it out with, but what do they actually want? Because people don't buy what they need. They don't sign up for courses that they need. They sign up for things that they want. And so you have to do that little bit of a dance where you're serving both their external at like feelers, like everything they want to build into their life, everything that they think needs to come to them. And then you have to go inside to those internal drivers to make sure you're supporting both sides of that human. Yeah. So, okay. The best way to do that is to actually talk to these people first. Oh, yeah, for sure. You have to talk to your people yeah. first. And this is why it's so important to build an audience the instant you know um, what you think you want to bring out into the world, because that will make or break whether you're able to actually get your course or your content or your teachings actually into the hands of people who want to pay you for what you know. Mm-hmm. Right? This is so key. All right. So number three is teaching live online classes, courses, or masterminds. What's a mastermind? Mastermind is where you're bringing a collective of people together that instead of you necessarily being the main teacher, you present the concepts of the idea uh, and everybody comes and collaborates together to get the result they need. You're kind of like the host. So as an example, a mastermind in our company is Decos Level 3. I'm not necessarily teaching a whole lot of new content, but all of those students who have been with me for a long time, I'm the host and I help move them through the processes of everything that's coming up and these really complicated health cases that they're working on, but they all have to come together with me to be able to solve the problem. Yeah. Okay. So So it's more of like a group project as opposed to teaching in a classroom where there's just the teacher up at the front, Mm -hmm. you know, sharing the information and the students are like taking notes (laughs) and doing their homework. Yeah, that's exactly it. Super fun. Yeah. And then an example of our live talk courses would be our decodes programs. Mm -hmm. So in decodes, I show up every single week live for 60, 90, sometimes more minutes, depending on the topic and what the students are asking about. And I deliver the lesson. We are responsive and we're in flow with Q and A so that we can support what's coming up for them in that moment. Alongside that course, though, we also have an online digital library with resources and links and soul work that these people can go do so that supplementing the course, there's information in the back end. Okay. So I know that this is a lot to figure out because there's so many moving components. And uh, I know there's a challenge coming up by my good buddy and mentor, James Wedmore, that's going to be happening towards the end of June. So we're going to drop all of the dates and information also in the description below so that you guys can mark your calendars and get ready. If this is something you're interested in, if you guys want to let our team know, we'll get you on the list because you can go through that challenge and business builder together with us. We'll help you through that process. Um, Violet and I are going to be going through it again because we hear something new every single time. So that'll be a lot of fun if you want to join us. So there's three ways that you can get online as a digital healer without having to just do one-on-one sessions. I would love for you guys to start thinking outside the box and what could you do? 
How could you show up in the world? What could you teach? And then how are you going to make it happen? That's your job. All right, we'll see you in the next episode.